follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Stars that shine between the lines. If you would let yourself go, find some place you know. You can use your words, use your hands. You can change the world. Just pretend, express yourself, take a chance, and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Live, learn, and most importantly, learn to laugh while you live. Hello, and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Zara, and today the theme for our show is the gift of laughter. And I'm Brigitte. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Each week, we bring you a stimulating, mind-bending, motivating program based on a chapter from our award-winning book, Be The Star You Are for Teens. Simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading. This is the gift of laughter by the late Jill Byington, who was a writer and a teacher in Washington for over 30 years. So the gift of laughter by Jill Byington. In the early days of the internet, I joined a discussion forum for new mothers. Soon, I was conversing with women from all over the world, some of whom concluded initials in the place of entire phrases. The most popular were LOL and ROFLOL, so L-O-L and R-O-F-L-O-L, which, as I soon found out, meant laughing out loud and rolling on the floor laughing out loud. I also learned that certain punctuation looked at sideways can replace a smile, and here we have a a colon, a dash, and a parentheses. (laughs) Those on the forum who didn't use these simple techniques to communicate laughter or a smile were often misunderstood leading to meaningless arguments and hurt feelings. Laughter, I concluded, is so important to us as human beings that when we invent a new way to communicate, we also must invent a new way to laugh and smile. In fact, laughter is so embedded in us that even infants who are deaf and blind laugh. Consider just the few following few benefits of laughter. So laughter can help you learn. Sometime in the early 1920s, when there were only 48 United States, my grandpa George and his friend family sat together trying to list all of the states. They wrote down every state that everyone in the family could remember and came up with 47. So they tried alphabetizing to see what they were missing, but the list stood at 47. Eventually, they all gave up and went to bed. Then, sometime after midnight, through the silent apartment and echoing out into the empty city street, A loud yell came from 12-year-old George's room. Colorado! Everyone laughed and then went back to sleep. Nobody ever forgot Colorado again. So laughter can diffuse a difficult situation as well. My brothers, sisters, and I watched in horror as a disembodied hand crawled across the floor. We couldn't move. We couldn't think. Grandpa George knew he had to do something quickly. 
Suddenly, he stepped in front of the television screen and assumed the position of a hammy vaudevillian singer. I ain't got nobody, he belted out, corrupting the 1920s hit, I ain't got nobody, and sending us into peals of laughter at the same time. The movie was more funny than scary after that. Grandpa knew the proverb that said, A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver, meaning that sometimes a difficult situation demands gold metal humor and the resulting silver laughter. So laughter can be contagious as well. The poet Ella Wheeler Wilcox, born in 1850, said it best, Laugh, and the world laughs with you, weep, and you weep alone. A 2008 study done by Harvard Medical School and the University of California, San Diego, confirms her statement. The study shows that both happiness and sadness are contagious. They spread through social networks. There is a statistical relationship not only between your happiness and the happiness of those around you, but also between your happiness and that of friends of friends of friends. So happy friends make happy friends. One of the best ways to spread happiness is through laughter. So spread a little laughter and make a big difference. Laughter can change history as well. In 1984, Ronald Reagan was the oldest U.S. president ever to have served. When he ran again for office, he was asked during a debate whether he was up to the work because of his age. Without missing a beat, Reagan said solemnly that he would not make age a political issue. I am not, he said, going to exploit for political purposes my opponent's youth and inexperience. <laughs> so the room, his opponent Walter Mondale, and the country burst into collective laughter. We don't know what would have happened if he had said something else, but we do know that the statement was a defining moment in an election that led to a landslide victory for Reagan. So laughter can help you learn, lift your spirits, change you and those around you, and maybe even change the world. It is truly a great gift. Use it well, use it wisely, and use it often. So this is the exercise for the gift of laughter. If you have something difficult to learn, try making a funny poem out about it, or a funny phrase, like a list order acronym. That helps you remember. Or if you're artistic, draw, funny, draw a funny picture or diagram. Combining laughter with information you need to remember helps your brain to hang on to the information. Here are some famous examples of these mnemonic or memory devices. For spelling, an example of a short poem, um, go, it goes, I before E except after C, and weird is just weird. <laughs> so I guess like conceive and stuff. Weird yeah. is just weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the order of taxonomy in biology, um, this is like a list order acronym. So it's kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, uh, genus, and then species. So the mnemonic for that would be kids prefer cheese over fried green spinach. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Yeah, true. Um, And then the value of pi to six digits. Substitute the number of letters in the words um, with the number itself. So 3.14152, how I wish I could calculate pi. Um, And then, yeah, the big quote that she said was, spread a little laughter, make a big difference. This is by Jill Byington. Wow, so I think this is really, she gives a bunch of examples about how laughter really changes the world, right? Which I think is awesome, because, you know, when you laugh, don't you just feel like, oh, I'm just laughing, it's, it's funny, right? But you don't feel like at that moment that you can change the world with your laughter. So it's great that Jill Byington was really able to kind of list 
a bunch of examples of how humor really changed how this world works and how we see, you know, society today, which I think is really great. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's like awesome how she did it like over generations, you know, she started with that story from her grandpa's childhood. Then when he, and you know, he was funny back then too. And he was laughing. Then when he grew up, he kept laughing and he spread that laughing around and that just made <laughs> everyone like super happy. And I think it's true. Laughter is like contagious and it's the mm-hmm. only kind of thing I think where you know contagious is such like a disgusting word I feel like when you hear contagious <laughs> you think of like germs and yeah I know right and then like but when people say like laughter is contagious like oh yeah I want to catch that disease because that's gonna make me laugh. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah like give me some of la- that laughter um oh I'd like to share an experience so there there's a popular I don't know if you've heard of the YouTube channel but uh BuzzFeed they also have, like, newsletters. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So BuzzFeed has been getting popular. And actually, I saw a video that they made about replacing crying with laughing. So it was basically <laughs> a video about, like, so they said, hey, in these situations where you would normally cry, let's replace it with laughter. And I came to realize by watching that how much more common laughing is than, like, crying, where... You, you know, once you treated, once they treated in the video, uh, once they treated laughter as a kind of, you know, rare thing, I kind of realized that I was like, wait, laughter is pretty common in, you know, in, um, as, as for crying though, it's not yeah. as common, you know, and you don't, uh-huh. when you, when you see someone crying, you instantly kind of relate that with unhappiness and you want to comfort that person, which is probably why it's, you know, it's more rare for people to be seen crying all the time than laughing all the time, where laughing is really contagious. But crying, you want to you make them better. You don't want them to cry anymore. And, ooh, we've got a quote. Um, so it takes more muscles to frown than to smile. So save yourself from wrinkles and laugh more. <laughs> and so <laughs> I guess maybe maybe the body is conditioned towards laughing because... If you use more muscles, more power to frown, then you don't want to frown as much because you don't you don't want to use that body power. And so, <laughs> which takes less power, might be a natural bodily like thing to do. Yeah, I guess you know, laughing can be a form of exercise for lazy people too. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think your uh, what you were talking about also really relates to the quote um, in the Gift of Laughter story. She says, laugh and the world laughs with you, weep and you weep alone. And that's so yeah. true. You know, like, if you see someone crying, you're not going to, like, cry with them necessarily. <laughs> like, you're sad about the same thing. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, sad that you failed your math test, but I'm probably not going to cry for you, you know? But, <laughs> like, but then, like, you know, if you see someone laughing at something, even if you don't know what they're laughing about, sometimes you kind of just want to join in because, like, yeah, you kinda it just might be the mood, you know? Yeah, and, like, this week at school, it's, like, finals week, and everyone's all stressed, and, like, yeah. everyone's, like, you know, I see, like, 50 kids, like, just crying in the hallway all the oh time. My like, oh, my God. Oh, no. I know, and it's, like, everything's just getting harder as you get older. Um, but, like, some people just, like, laugh. Like, they'll come out of a final, and they'll be like, oh, my God, that's the hardest thing ever, and they'll be laughing, and I'll be like, why are you laughing? But then at the same time, I'm just like, oh, man, like, we need more people like you that just laugh when they come out of these things instead of, like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just like you know it lightens the mood and it just like relieves you of the stress and stuff and it just for a moment you just feel like you know you're on cloud nine and you're just it's gonna be okay you know (laughs) yeah exactly and I feel like laughing is really a nice coping mechanism where 
you know, when, when someone's down, you try to comfort them by telling a joke, getting a laugh out of them. And yeah, with the whole test thing where you come out of a stressful situation, you just kind of want to shake it out, you know, you kind of laugh a little bit, just let all that stress go out. (laughs) And, you know, when I'm, when I'm feeling upset, sometimes, sometimes maybe I haven't taken a math test, right. Or, you know, like finals, exactly. That's a lot of stress. Then, What I do is, you know, just I'll talk to a friend about it and maybe she'll be in the same math class. She or he will be in the same math class as me. And then we'll just bond and laugh over how ridiculously hard the test is. You know, she'll be like, oh, did you did you see that one problem with the Pythagorean theorem? I did not like that. And then I'll make a joke out of it. And then we'll just kind of let ourselves get a little bit relieved with that laughter. So I think that's a really nice quality of humor itself. Yeah. And I think, you know, people talk about like, yeah, like laughter is like a relieving thing, but it's also like medicine, I think too, because, you know, mm-hmm. after you like, you feel so down, like while you're either like, you know, taking a test or you're in a really like high stakes situation, it's just kind of nice to just like laugh and heal yourself by laughing. Like that's how you, you know, get back into the swing of like being happy and stuff instead of just letting that like sorrow consume you. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, that was a super encouraging story and I loved it. It was like really funny too. And that was an awesome discussion too. Thanks Bridget. During the break, everyone, thanks. Uh, be sure to check out our brand new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. I'm Zara Hosnane. And I'm Bridget Gia. And also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. You might get a laugh out of them. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on the gift of laughter. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Express Yourself. 
on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting, joyful program, which also happens to be our 199th program. I'm Zara, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm Zara Hassanain, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. And I'm Brigitte Dia. It's great that we're on our 199th um, segment, and today our show is all about laughter. We've got Zara with us now to give us her insight on the power and hope that laughter can bring with her special segment of Hope Heals. So, Zara, let's start right off here. So, do you ever find that laughter is maybe uncomfortable instead of genuine? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, like, experience that a lot, especially, like, I laugh when I'm nervous, and I know a lot of people do that, too. Um, especially like, you know, when you finally meet someone, I feel like that you've heard about for such a long time. And then like, like a teacher or something that you like some, like your friend from another grade has told you that it's like amazing. And then when you finally meet them, you kind of like freeze up. And then I don't know, for me, all my responses are like nervous giggles to them. I'm like, oh man, like laughing is supposed to be like natural and lighthearted. Why am I just like responding with all these weird giggles? But like at the same time, like, I feel like if I were just to be mm-hmm. silent in that situation, it would be even worse, you know? Like, the situation may be awkward, but sometimes it's just, like, better to laugh it out than just, just to, like, make it even more awkward by not saying anything, you know? Yeah. Um, and, like, even, like, separate from that, I think when people laugh just because they know someone, like, is supposed to be funny or popular or, like, whatever, then they, like, won't hesitate to. But then you can tell, like, that their laughter is forced and, like, like you can tell when laughter is genuine and when it's forced nobody likes it when it's like uh forced like that because you can tell and like that doesn't make you happy it's just like oh you're faking this like (laughs) faking your laughter for some reason like no one knows um but I mean like I said sometimes like uncomfortable laughter is better than like nothing at all because you don't laugh then you come off as like cold I guess and if you do laugh like sometimes like that's like you acknowledging that the situation is a little awkward and you're just trying to like lighten things up and like I think diffuse it yeah exactly yeah and I think like everyone can kind of agree that laughter does usually lighten the mood and like loosen things up and like brighten up a person's day (laughs) (laughs) well yeah I guess and and when you're listening to maybe a joke that kind of falls flat when you kind of release you know, you're a little, like, de-stressed laugh, like, oh, I mean, good yeah. job for trying to make a joke. Like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, whenever someone tells me a joke that I maybe don't find as humorous as the person was intending, try to I try to, like, laugh with them because I know that they're yeah. enjoying the joke, even if, know. you know, I personally don't find it funny. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, on the subject of hopelessness and hopeless jokes, how can <laughs> laughter help in times of hopelessness? Well, I think that, you know, like we were talking about before with just, like, being in really high-stakes situations and then, like, you lose and stuff. You're just, like, really, and you're all hopeless and stuff and you don't really know what to do. Sometimes it's kind of a weird reaction, but, like, sometimes laughing can just help because it just, like, you know, brightens things up and it's just, like, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of, like, kind of acknowledging that, you know, you lost and that's, like, fine, you know, instead of just, like, wallowing in your sadness and, like, 
you know, letting failure get to, you're just like, ah, whatever, like next like task, let's move on. And I think in that way it can really help. And like, you know, as much as like, even I try to pretend in school or something that like, you know, like school and life were just purely like intellectual and logical or whatever. I don't think I could ever enjoy myself if I didn't laugh. And I don't think I could ever, you know, do well in anything if I didn't learn to laugh because like, what's the point of laugh, like life if you can't be happy. And I think it's really hard to like make people laugh and it's hard to be someone who laughs even at like, you know, stupid things because like there's always that fear of being obnoxious and stuff. Um, and like, you know, kind of making those hopeless jokes, but all in all, I think, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think like all in all, um, everyone can really agree that, you know, laughter is kind of the best response to a lot of situations. Yeah, that's, that's a huge point where laughter is really important, but can laughter ever be so important that it's the difference between life and death? Yeah, actually, um. I think of, whenever someone says laughter, I think of the movie Singing in the Rain. I don't know, have you seen that? It's like a musical. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, like, I love that movie so much. Like, it just brings, like, it makes me laugh. It makes me joyful. And it's just, like, even it's, like, you know, singing in the rain. Like, okay, rain is sad. It's depressing. But, like, Gene Kelly just, like, sings and dances in it. Um, And then, like, um, I read somewhere that, you know, there's that sequence in the movie, Make Them Laugh. Um, and the guy just like, it's just like a slapstick kind of song. Um, but after that, um, like the guy who sang the song was like hospitalized for like three days and like everyone, yeah. Cause like, it was so like physically exerting and he just like lost all his energy and he also smoked like God knows how many packs of cigarettes a day. So like he was Aww. just like, out. and then like, I don't know, it sounds like a like myth, but like, they said that he was, like, all, you know, bummed out, but then, uh, like, someone, like, started telling, like, jokes, and, like, he was a comedian, too, and then he, like, woke up, and he was, he was, like, laughing when he woke up, and everyone was, like, whoa, what? Um, and then, yeah, so, like, that saved him, I guess, and then also I read, um, this thing about Singing in the Rain where someone was, like, contemplating suicide, um, and then their, like, friend lent them a DVD version of Singing in the Rain, and they were, like, okay, you know what, like, I'm going to watch this before I, like, kill myself. And then um, they, like, put the DVD in, and they watched it, and afterwards they were, like, they, like, laughed so much. And even though it's, you know, that cheesy, like, 1950s humor, they, Mm -hmm. like, that laughter actually was a healing force, and they ended up, like, it ended up saving them. And they said, man, like, if Gene Kelly, if everything's going wrong for him in this movie and finally something goes right, then maybe something in my life can go, like, be right too if I just like hang on a little longer like you know life really is worth living Mm -hmm. so I think in that way you know you think laughter is just like a uh like um light-hearted thing all the time and that it can't save lives but I think it really can oh my god that's so beautiful where oh the person who's contemplating suicide like watches the movie oh man I find that really awesome and so yeah that's that's a huge part where he, you know, laughing is really just the healing process. And it's great that there are so many examples of laughter really being the driving force that brings people back from, you know, their thoughts or their sad, you know, happenings that's been going on around their life. And I think that's really great. Um, ooh, yeah, so. Definitely. 
Yeah, and apparently numerous medical studies actually indicate that the deep breaths we take and the chemicals our body releases when we laugh hasten, hasten healing and kind of reinforce the body's immunity. So <laughs> laughing Whoa. really does have, yeah, like a lasting impact on your body. Yeah, it's like you were mm-hmm. saying before, right? You were like, oh, like laughing. What did you say about the muscles? Yeah, it yeah, uses, where uh, it takes, <laughs> it it takes like muscles to laugh. More strength. So I guess uh, laughter isn't only like a medicine for the soul. I guess it's a medicine for the body, too. Yeah, physical healing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think um, also if you're doing a lot of things with your friends and you're laughing with them, I guess it's kind of a social thing as well where you feel more included when you're laughing with someone or with a group of people. So then that, you know, we as humans were kind of social animals or so I've Uh heard. And (laughs) yeah, when we laugh with a kind of group and we feel more included, that kind of raises our emotions and raises our thoughts. So that's always really nice. You know, it kind of does have a huge mental, like, benefit to people. But yeah. do, do you ever think, moving on from this, that there's ever, like, a dark side of laughter and what laughter can do or how laughter is portrayed? Yeah, I think so. Like, you know, aside from just, like, the cartoon like villains laugh like having their like evil laugh which like everyone <laughs> in turn just like yeah exactly <laughs> like everyone just kind of like laughs that off you know as like kind of a funny thing because it's so ridiculous um I think like when you laugh when people are laughing at someone because like you know they'll get up there and like they'll you know be doing a presentation and sometimes that person's not the best public speaker or something then people start laughing at them or like you know I remember last year I was like oh my god I was so mad it was, like, the last week of my freshman year, and we had to give these, like, presentations on, like, different cultures because um, it was for my world history class. And um, there was this kid, and he moved from China, like, that year, actually. And he got up there to do his presentation, and he was talking and stuff. And I, like, hear these, like, kids behind me, and they're laughing so hard. I'm like, there's nothing funny about this. This is, like, a serious presentation. Like, why are you laughing? And then I hear them, and they're like, oh, he can't speak English and, like, his accent is so thick I can't even, like, I don't even know what he's saying. And they were laughing at the poor kid and I was like, you know what? He's doing a better job than you and he's a better person than you. And yeah. I think when you laugh at stuff like that, it's like, oh, my God. Like, that's not how you're supposed to use laughter. Like, you're not supposed to, like, make a fool out of someone, you know? That's just, that's when I think, you know, there are appropriate times to laugh and, not appropriate times to laugh and I think laughter can at the same time like you know it can lift people up it can it can also bring people down because I'm sure that that kid knew that they were laughing at him like why else would they be laughing and it was terrible and I was like wow like I didn't know something that's usually seen as such a positive thing can be so negative yeah, I guess that's when, you know, laughter is used as a weapon and that, that point that you brought up, like, that's that's not how laughter should be used. Oh, yeah. poor, poor kid. Oh, I hope his presentation went well. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, one last question moving off of this uh, more negative side of laughter that everybody should keep away from and not use laughter for. How does laughter motivate you? Like, how do you feel about laughter? Well, I just, I love laughter. I laugh as much as I can every single day because, you know, laughter is great and it just, you know, it lightens up everything and it's much more fun than just complaining and it's actually a very, like, nice alternative to complaining. So, yeah, that's how it motivates me to do, like, better things. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. 
I agree with that. That's amazing. So thank you so much for your thoughts, Zara. And unfortunately, we're out of time, but we'll continue talking and laughing in the next segment. So support our show and these amazing segments by giving a donation to Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to www.bethestarur.org. We've just built a new website, so please check it out and follow our blog. Again, that website is www.bethestarur.org. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Zara Hassanin. Also remember to visit our new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. When we come back from break, we'll take it in a new direction with Bridget. So don't go anywhere. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of laughter, and I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Zara Hassanin. For this segment, we've got Bridget with her an- another exciting installment of Art Attack. And she's here to tell us why laughter is truly the best medicine um, mixed with art as well. So hey again, Bridget. Hey, hey guys, it's Brigitte, of course, or Bridget. <laughs> and oh, sorry. This, oh, no worries, no worries. I go by both names. <laughs> okay. And this week's segment of Art Attack actually delves into the comic book world, specifically into the world of manga. 
So you might just might remember from my first ever segment here on Express Yourself Radio that I'm pretty into a certain genre of comic book, which is Japanese manga. So manga is actually read from right to left instead of left to right, and has recently become hugely popular worldwide. And the Japanese kind of anime, which where manga is taken and animated on the computer screen, and manga community has exploded. And so I love reading manga, and I love manga that really makes me laugh. But how do manga artists make people laugh through not just their plot lines and jokes, but through the panels and the art itself? So although I'm no expert on illustrating manga or how manga is illustrated, I've noticed quite a, quite a few tactics as an aficionado of the art style about how artists really get their audiences to laugh. So manga artists actually use a variety of different techniques to make people laugh through their drawings alone. So this has nothing to do with plotline, no jokes, no nothing, just the art. And so one common technique I've actually seen is the use of chibi figures. And chibi is a Japanese word, a slang word, which means small child or short person in Japanese. And when an artist is accompanying a particularly ridiculous or humorous moment in the story, the artist or mangaka who is illustrating the comic might draw the characters of the story with kind of large heads and small teensy tiny bodies. And so we see kind of an exaggeration of the characters' expressions that might be shown along with the exaggerations on their bodies. And so what this does is that this kind of produces a kind of ridiculous effect that really gets people laughing. And so especially for me when I see manga and I see these kind of little chibi figures, I always chuckle a little bit and it kind of brightens my day after I finish reading the manga itself. And so exaggerated facial expressions are used really frequently to make the reader laugh. And so we've got a lot of comic panels where we'll have just an expression that the character is making just blown up or stretched out to make him look kind of weird. <laughs> and so, for example, when a character kind of becomes upset about a little detail, say one of the characters is eating cake and the other character stole his cake, <laughs> the mangaka <laughs> will often kind of draw him or her with huge kind of waterfall-like tears, which kind of conve- conveys humor through the exaggeration of the emotion. And... I find this hilarious because you've got this character now crying over this stolen piece of cake. And sometimes the artist will draw like a little, you know, a little lake that's been formed by the tears. And he's like, oh no, (laughs) someone's stolen my cake. (laughs) I find that hilarious. And so uh, another example really quick is anger. So anger is often drawn, depicted with arcing eyebrows, steam coming out of the ears, usual like comic book stuff with a lot of exaggeration. And this really brings out the humor in the plot line and with the art. And so some of these exaggerations have actually had me laughing for more than 10 minutes straight at a single (laughs) (laughs) And so I feel like the exaggeration is a really effective technique because you've got readers who are just going through the comic panels, going through the plot line, and then you'll have one single panel that's just hilarious. (laughs) And then... You know, the reader will sometimes sit there and just like I did, you know, just laugh for more than 10 minutes. And a lot of these single panels, which are illustrated with exaggeration or that a lot of people find funny, these little panels, singular panels, will end up on social media sites and like Tumblr where you can like reblog the little panels and therefore humor is kind of spread around the world through these comic panels. And so I find that really awesome. 
Um, there are also short manga panels that are kind of, so these, these little comics, they're one page usually, they're read downwards, and they're called Yonkoma, or Four Coma for short, and this is spelled K-O-M-A, and they're usually kind of short gag comics that are meant to just get the reader to laugh a little bit. And you usually find these little comics at the ends of maybe a serious chapter of a manga comic, and so you've got a lot of stuff happening that's really bad within the comic itself, and then you'll have a little yonkama, or short manga panel, at the very end that kind of lightens the mood a little, you know, gets the audience to chuckle. And so I really like the simplicity of these comics, which can kind of just, it just get me to laugh with, you know, a few lines of, you know, sketched out art. And they're usually really, really simple. You've got four four panels, and then you've got the characters just drawn out with lines, no kind of really deep shading or anything. It's all within the simplicity of the art. And I find it really cool that these artists can just display a bunch of humor within a few lines of well-placed ink. And so overall, there are many, many different ways that manga artists can coax a giggle out of their readers. And so their manga may be specifically categorized as humor comics, and even manga that aren't usually these humor comics, they kind of feature some sort of humorous extra chapters, these yonkama short manga panels, or just, you know, extra chapters where the characters from the original storyline are taken and put in funny situations, and that provides a little bit of laughs for the audience. And so humor and the ability to coax laughter from an audience or kind of try to get them to laugh with some sort of artistic joke is a technique that mangakas use definitely to keep their readers captivated. And manga readers often really enjoy the jokes and visual humor provided. Wow, that is so cool that like you find like these sources of humor are not just like Hollywood movies or something, but in different cultures as well. I think that's so cool. You know, you never, sometimes people are so like, um, hell bent on just like sticking to their culture that they kind of forget there, that there are so many other cultures out there. And I know that like Japanese culture has a lot of like special things about it. It has a lot of nuances. Um, so like as an American kid, do you ever find there are any like cultural jokes that you found, yourself kind of struggling to understand because, you know, you don't necessarily, like, live in Japan and you've, you know, like, maybe not grown up as much with that culture? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you know, with me, I I was born in Canada, I live in the United States, so I'm really more integrated with Western culture, and that's right. Um, But usually translators will leave little footnotes at the bottom of a panel that might have a more Japanese culture type of, you know, like humor, where there'll be some kind of saying, maybe, like a Japanese saying, Japanese cultural saying, which is illustrated within the panel. And so, as an American kid, of course, I don't understand that. I'm like, ha ha, ha ha, I don't get it. <laughs> but the translator's footnote, you know, it's really helpful, so. where the English translator will just left a little explanation of how the saying works and why you should find it funny, which is, you know, just really great. Um, There are also, sometimes the translator of the manga will leave a little star, maybe, in the corner of the panel or below the panel, and then they'll have a kind of editor's note or translator's note in the back where they'll just have a list of all these starred occurrences and they'll just explain the joke behind it if it's like a really long joke that can't fit at the bottom of the panel and therefore I, as an American, get to understand a lot of cultural jokes that I wouldn't otherwise. 
And there's also a lot of mutually humorous stuff that's shared within the different cultures, like back and forth. And so I've often found that even without the editor or translator's footnotes, I sometimes understand the joke just because it's mutually oh, nice. funny yeah, <laughs> across the continents, which is really cool for me as an American. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of like, you know, when you read Shakespeare in school and they have like, it's like because it's written in kind of like a mix of old English yeah, like and modern Archie. English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they always have those like little footnotes to like tell you like, by the way, this is a joke and this is why you can laugh at it. <laughs> you should um, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you kind of like think about it. And you're like, oh, yeah, that is funny. I get you. Yeah, like it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like, you know, once you've like gone past those kind of uh cultural like differences and once you've like figured those out and like finally you can laugh at that what do you think um it's like your favorite comedy manga to read or laugh about um me personally i really like a little bit of plot within the mangas that i'm reading and so some of them that i personally like will have a little bit of sadness or a little bit of heartbreak kind of tragedy um but on the whole, a lot of them are pretty humorous. Um, I like, there's one called Kaicho wa Maidsama, which is now a completed manga and is really great. You can find it at your local library. Um, it does have a long, stretched out plot, but it's also got a lot of funny occurrences that I really enjoy. And I've actually read Kaicho wa Maidsama maybe <laughs> 15 times or more. So <laughs> I go back and reread all the funny moments. Um, I also really like a manga called Nukoduke, which is a little comic about just little cat-like creatures. And they actually use the chibi form that I was talking about, the little, you know, short person form, to display these little cat creatures. And they, the little cat creatures basically go on several different adventures with their human friend, and there's a lot of comical stuff that happens. It's a great little light manga that I like to read a lot. And it updates its chapters maybe once a week. So once a week, I get to go home, read it on my laptop through a manga site, and just, you know, kind of de-stress and laugh a little bit, laugh at these little ridiculous adventures that these cats are going through. And that really, that really gets me going. That really, I really enjoy my time with this manga. Do you think that maybe, um, like, the humor in the manga, do you think that may be why it appeals to a wider audience now, too? Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like sometimes you'll have different manga where the manga will not be about anything related to you, where maybe it'll be a swimming manga and you like baseball and there's no connecting ground. But then once you have the humor in there, once you can make people laugh through your swimming manga, then these people who like baseball will read the swimming manga even though they don't know anything about swimming. And so humor is kind of a common ground that people can connect mm. on, which is really great. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Brigitte, for this amazing conversation. And as always, it was a pleasure talking to you and so informative, too. I never knew this much about manga. Um, so, yeah, I'm Zara. And I'm Brigitte, or Bridget. And during the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for Be The Star You Are, 501C3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. I'm Brigitte, and don't go anywhere because next segment we'll have Asia to bring us laughter and wisdom. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. 
When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. If the financial markets interest you, if you want to potentially earn a higher return, if you're not satisfied with your investment returns, or if you're only making 1% on your investments sitting in the bank, do you see the stock market hitting record highs but feel you have no one to trust? Voice America's own Jordan Kimmel, the host of Magnet Investing for over seven years, is applying his strategies of magnet investing and is managing individual accounts. Jordan Kimmel has joined InvestView, the Red Bank, New Jersey investment education and asset management firm and his team can help you. Contact Jordan and the team at InvestView at 732-380-7271 or by email at jkimmel at investview.com. If you would like a complimentary portfolio review or to speak to a representative, call us. Past performance of investments are not indicative of future results. Investing is inherently risky. All recommendations should be researched by the investor. Call InvestView at 732-380-7271. That's 732-380-7271. At 13, you are just starting to become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 13 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through ready for what's next. Life at 13, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Zara, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of laughter. And I'm Brigitte. Thanks for staying here as we continue our conversation on laughter. This has been a great show, and it's about to get even better, because this segment, we've got Asia, an amazing, light-hearted Express Yourself veteran. Say hi, Asia! Hello! <laughs> there, uh... I haven't heard any of the previous uh, um, segments, but I am really excited to do this segment, and I really wanted to talk about some things that have been incorporated into my life that had to do with laughter, and there are actually a lot of different types of laughter, and a couple of them are nervous laughter. I've had my fair share of that. And <laughs> and laughs of relief. I've had my share, fair share of those too. And laughing when something is just ridiculously funny. And I have a lot of those because my family is just crazy. And, and there are there's always a lot of laughing going on in the house when you're when you're near my family. And it's I just love laughing because it makes me happier and it brightens my day every time. And 
you can also use laughter to brighten someone else's day. And a couple people that I know who are really good at this are Jim Carrey, Jimmy Kimmel. Gotta love Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. That guy's awesome. Yes. (laughs) He's so funny. And, of course, Robin Williams, the great legend. And I have some childhood movies with Robin Williams that I loved just because of his character. Because he was just Mm -hmm. so incredibly funny. And... First, the genie in Aladdin, his ability to manipulate his voice was so incredibly genius that you just couldn't help but laugh. And he was my favorite character in uh, Disney's Aladdin. Yes, even more than Princess Jasmine. And the other film that I love that never ceases to make me laugh is Mrs. Doubtfire. And I watched that movie all the time on my VCR with my giant box TV and I felt I I just felt really cool that I had a TV in my room that I could play movies on. I was just the coolest kid in the world. And laughter was something that I appreciate in anything. And a sense of humor is something that I admire in a person. And if you can make someone else laugh, then you have a special gift because that gift creates joy in people. And there's always room for more joy. And two shows ago, we talked about kindness and openly showing someone kindness to brighten their day and create happiness in their life. And I view spreading laughter to be the same thing as spreading kindness because you're giving someone an experience that gives them joy and you're giving them a reason to outwardly express joy. And not only are you giving them the benefit of being happy, but you're giving them the benefit of health. And it strengthens your immune system, it boosts energy levels, and it reduces stress levels. And you know, how great is that? And Laughing is also infectious. You know, when someone is laughing, you instantly want to know what they're laughing about and what's going on. And, of course, you want to join in. And this creates relationships. You know, people are drawn to laughter. And wouldn't you be? And, you know, when laughter makes a person more approachable, it lets you know that they're easygoing and that you're sociable. And humor and laughter strengthens strengthens already existing relationships and the bond between people. Because when you're laughing with somebody, it creates a form of intimacy, and you know that you're able to be yourself around them, you know things are going great, things are easy, and there's no tension between you two. And, uh, you know, whenever I have a bump in my relationship and we mend things and make up, you know, I've noticed that my partner is always creating a sense of humor. And that always lightened the mood and made me want to keep that joy flowing. And it lightened the mood and lightened the load of tension. And that's one thing that I enjoy about laughter and a sense of humor is that you're creating something that lightens a load of tension in the air and it always gives you a sense of joy and I agree that laughter is like the greatest force on earth it creates joy relief from pain and creates and keeps happy and healthy relationships Mm -hmm. wow that is amazing I think like you basically just like touched on every single territory that like you know and more that like that we talked about in previous sections uh I mean segments as well with laughter and um you mentioned Jim Carrey, right? With uh, mm-hmm. when you're yeah. talking about, yeah. Um, so I was reading this thing like two weeks ago, and it said that when Tupac, like the rapper, when he was in prison, mm-hmm. um, Jim Carrey would send him these like letters with a bunch of jokes in it, oh, and it would like cool. make him laugh. And then like he he was like when he got out of like jail, he was like, yeah, the only thing that kept me going was Jim Carrey. <laughs> That's oh awesome. You know, I love that he was also that kind of person. He's really famous, and everybody knows him. And yeah. you know, usually fame gets to your head, but, you know, he was able to be down to earth and do that for somebody. And that's one thing that I also appreciate about somebody is that you're using your sense of humor to create joy for somebody else and give somebody a benefit in their life. That's awesome. 
I just, wow, like everything you talked about, I feel a personal connection to. And so, yeah. <laughs> That's um, what laughter is for. Yeah. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, you know, like Jimmy Kimmel, you know, he is, I don't know how new he is or how old he is. You know, I just barely started watching his Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live show. And I love yeah. um, how on his show, Anybody who is on a segment of his, he's always finding a way to make it more personable for them. They're not, he's not making it awkward. He's making it very easygoing. And it creates humor for everybody else to laugh at. I just, I love that. That's what I love about Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I actually recently watched um, on YouTube, he has those mean tweets like videos yeah, and yeah. shows. Yeah, and those are so all the funny. famous people. Yeah, coming in. And I also find it great where, you know, he'll have the tweet read to them or they'll read the tweet. And Mm -hmm. then, these yeah, all these famous people really have a personal, like, a sense of humor that you can then make a human connection to. And then (laughs) they'll turn the tweet into something funny. And then you just, through the laughter that they bring or the jokes they tell about the mean tweets, you kind of just get a sense of personal connection because yeah. he was really just, yeah, like an interlinking thing, which I find is really awesome. Yeah, and you know and the I mean think... tweets are really mean. Like, they're bad. Yeah. And yeah. they make a sense of humor out of them and it's, it makes it easygoing. And, then, you know, in the beginning when they're talking about the tweet, you know, it makes it kind of awkward. Like, wow, that's, that's pretty harsh. But then when they start making jokes about it, it then becomes more funny and you're able to laugh about it instead of being all awkward about it. Like, wow, should I laugh about that or not? Because that's pretty harsh. <laughs> yeah, and like, I love how, like, when they read the tweets, like, when the celebrities read the tweets, they, like, have this, like, deadpan expression. They make this, like, really <laughs> yeah. expression at the end. Yeah. And then, like, all you hear after that is, like, laughter from the audience. And it's, like, how did someone just, like, do that, like, whole deadpan thing and, like, evoke so much laughter? I think, like, <laughs> um, yeah. And, like, the same thing happens, like, with shows like Parks and Rec and, like, The Office and mm-hmm. stuff. They, like, zoom in on the faces really close. And it's, yes. like... That's not something that should make you laugh, but for some reason, everybody laughs at it, and it's just like... That's me. I cannot (laughs) keep a straight face. Yeah, no, and it's just like... I can't. It's It's just something that is a fault of mine. If if I was trying to win a contest of not laughing, of just keeping a straight face, I'd be the first one to lose in, like, the very first second, because I can't help but not laugh. I can't help to not laugh. And Mm -hmm. it's just... It's insane, and, and I, that's one thing that I love, though, is that I'm able to laugh pretty easily. Anything can make me laugh, and that's what I like about it because <laughs> I'm able to find joy in things, and that's what I love about other people. If something makes you laugh so easily, and even if it's just something dumb you know, yeah. or something simple, if you can laugh about it and find humor in it, then that's awesome because you're able to find happiness and a sense of humor in something or in anything, and that just makes you an awesome person because it makes you more personable. Um, you know... Mm-hmm. Today was my first day of the second semester of my college career. Ooh, and, congrats. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And um, yesterday, actually, I was a big old dork. I thought school started yesterday, and it turns out that was Tuesday and Thursday classes. So I got to school, <laughs> and I found humor. I found humor in this. I got to school, and um, I sat down in my English class, and I'm looking at the teacher. I'm like, huh, either I signed up for the wrong class, or I got the wrong teacher, or I'm in the wrong room. And I couldn't tell. So I was like, I think I should just probably look at my schedule. So I looked at my schedule and I looked at the teacher. I was like, so that's not a man. And that's not Eric. Oh my <laughs> and, God. That's so funny. I was like, so my teacher's supposed to be Mr. Cameron. And I'm definitely in the wrong room. or And I'm definitely in the wrong class. So I looked at my schedule and it turned out my classes were the next day. 
And I was like, oh, oh, well, well, at least I got to figure out that today wasn't school and I just get to go home and, and relax for a little while. So yeah, I just I, thought it was so funny how I made that mistake. I was like, oh, whoops. Yeah, <laughs> that's <my> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. And that's like super funny too. Cause it's like, it's supposed to be so like embarrassing if you do that. Or whatever, but <laughs> well, like, I was the only one that walked, I got up. I was the only one that got up and walked out of the room. And I'm pretty sure people were looking at me like that girl just made a pretty big mistake. You know, she's not even in the right room or, she just left because she doesn't feel like being in an English class. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. That's <laughs> what so I felt like. I got up. I like got my keys and it jangled really loud. I was like, oh, no. And I grabbed my keys really fast. And I uh, kind of like walked out of the room slowly and made sure nobody looked at me or I wasn't being a disturbance because I was in the wrong room. <laughs> I was yeah. in the wrong class, actually, on the wrong day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so when uh, it was, and it's, like, I think it's, like, great that you can just, like, laugh at those, those mistakes. <laughs> like, you know, when, like, you look back, it's not going to be, like, the, like, like, foolishness or whatever. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> remember, it might just be that, like, you, like, laughed at that, and that's what made yeah. it, you know, bearable. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> yeah. You can kind of laugh at all these situations bring happiness to your life. All right. Well, thank you so much, Asia, for yet another terrific show. And I absolutely loved your thoughts on laughter. That was great. We had a great time. And sadly, we have no more of that, but we will talk more next time. And I'm Brigitte Gia, and thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids Group, especially our engineer. Uh, thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. And I'm Zara Hassanin. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, go to www.btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, laugh out loud, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine. Between the lines, if you would let yourself go, find some place you know. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.